Effective revenue growth. It's the hottest topic right now in successful B2B companies. So what better way to help you learn more about revenue amplification than listening to insights from leading professionals? We've sourced a great lineup of experts who deliver fresh insights on the strategies, tools, process, analysis, and alignment that they all use. We hope you enjoy the series. Subscribe to get the latest videos straight to your inbox. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Ram Koshik Venkanamriyanan. He's an aspiring learner and CPQ enthusiast who started off his career in Dubai as a Microsoft Dynamics consultant and moved to Canada several years later. He's been working with clients for the past number of years, and today he shares some of the wisdom and expertise that he's learned in building and implementing CPQ solutions for customers that's 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 a good question so uh being pivotal let's say many businesses see cpq as just a coding tool and i'm strictly against that thought that's one thing i tell my clients on the very first meeting of workshops i meet them so you can imagine uh i consider a golden triangle of business application let's say crm sits on top of the word top vertices and you know the other two vertices so one is the auto management system and the other one would be a system of financial record cpq or billing system sits right in the middle of it it's tightly coupled or let's say that there's going to be seamless data flow from your crm which ideally handles the leads and opportunities it's going to come into your cpq and cpq is going to be handling the complete products all the pricing models the coding part and then that takes it to the auto fulfillment system and which again revenue recognition part comes into play that goes into your uh, financial record so uh, i consider cpq to be uh, more i'd say it's more pivotal in recent times because many businesses have realized the importance of it rather than just being a coding system so to answer your question it's equally important as any erp or crm system and i'm happy that businesses have started to let's say identify the actual need of a cpq system and they're willing to go with it Uh, next is a, a two-part question, I guess. Uh, what, what factors should a business consider before investing in CPQ? Uh, factors, so let's say, you know, many businesses, they turn to CPQ solution only when they realize they've got a certain gap between their ERP and CRM solution. So as I was saying earlier, CPQ bridges the gap between ERP and CRM solutions. One other, let's say, a reason or a sign that indicates that they should be investing in CPQ is there's uh, different department silos between the company. Let's say there's a sales, there's the product management team, there's the finance team, there's a team which determines the price of the product. It's all spanned across multiple different applications. So they are siloed in, in different departments, a separate ERP, a separate financial management system, a separate auto fulfillment system to bring everything together. If they see, if they ever see a need for that, then I'd say CPQ is definitely needed for them. Gotcha. And, and similarly, um, have, you, have you seen any particular signs that maybe somebody isn't ready to invest in CPQ as, as a follow-up to that or any guidance or advice for folks that, that might be kind of looking along uh, that line? Definitely. Uh, when you're talking about signs, I'd say, you know, uh, whenever a customer is looking to scale up their business, CPQ should be their number one application or software they should turn to because uh, scaling up a business is essentially your sales would be increasing multifold. So let's say you're generating, uh, you're sending out 100 quotes a month. If you're scaling up, it can even scale up five or tenfold. So the quantity would improve massively. So in that case, if they're having a plan to increase revenue through increased sales leads, sending out quotes to customers, that's the first sign I should say uh, 
which says a business should typically invest in CPQ. And the second thing is there are a lot of, it's CPQ, there's a myth that goes around which says, you know, CPQ is just for large and enterprise business, but that's like totally untrue. Even if you're a 30 or 40 member team, you're having a robust sales operations going on. And in such a situation, you just have only one person who looks through all the quotes and approves it before sending it out to the customers. Then I'd say that's one sign which says, hey, you need to get CPQ in place. CPQ automates all the validations. All validations are done at the system level. And you know it's just sent digitally to that one person for approval rather than knocking this office every time, every time you need to make a change in the quote or something. So that's another sign. And one other major indication, let's say if a sales team is spending a lot of time inside the office you know that you don't want your sales team to sit in the office and then uh, what you want your sales team is to actually go out in the field meet customers understand what they want and sell your product essentially so if they're spending a lot of time in front of your system probably leveraging a border complex or a inbuilt coding system that's going to take a lot of time and uh, that's essentially going to waste your salesperson's time so if he's out in the field having a mobile device which they can generate quotes send it to approval for his managers remotely that's going to save him a lot of time so those i really say i already see the signs to that the business should invest in cpq and not just you know sit with a legacy coding system and be happy with whatever they have great insights ram thanks um, I guess the next question is, is no project is ever perfect. Uh, so I guess we would be naive to think that, that anything ever goes off without a hitch. Um, tell me a little bit about some common challenges that, that one might expect to encounter if you're looking to you know, look at configure price quote or CPQ and what's the best way to address them? No, as you're saying, no project is perfect. In fact, you know, out of all the 10 or 15 end-to-end implementations I work for, every project has taught me something new, especially on the challenges perspective. It doesn't essentially come on the technical aspect of the CPQ product. It's, uh, I'd say, an overall approach starting from how we manage the project. Uh, change management is extremely crucial when it comes to any CPQ implementation. So as I was saying earlier, CPQ is not just a sales or a quoting tool. It uh, breaks down silos across multiple departments. So it's very important to have, you know, the buy-in of all uh, stakeholders before you go ahead or even decide to go ahead with the implementation. That's one key factor. And next thing is, uh, unlike many other business applications, that the CPQ is more data-driven and process-driven. So essentially, it's garbage in, garbage out. You don't have quality data in the system. The output, it's going to be messy. It's not going to be the optimal output which you've anticipated to have. So uh, another thing is establishing a seamless process up front. Uh, I'd say typical agile approaches are a bit of a challenge for CPQ implementations, but that's what we're doing nowadays. But uh, going with an agile approach, we'd be having iterative workshops, doing sprints. Uh, going that way, you know, we might miss out some important aspects of business process, which might need to be covered. So I'd say that before getting ahead with the build phase of any implementation, you should do a thorough business process review of what's exactly in place, how the existing system works, what are the gaps, identify the exceptions and pain points, list them out, and not exceptions and pain points can be you know, gathered by uh, CPQ automation. Some things have to be handled manually, like sales rep following up with the customer that may be digital, but you know, in some cases, it's gotta be outside the system. So all those need to be clearly depicted. A typical process map should be drawn. What's manual, what's automatic, everything should be done. Once the seamless process flow for the proposed system architecture is established, only then you should even build the, uh, the I mean, begin the build phase. That's something I've seen lagging with uh, most of the customers. And one other key factor, which I've seen uh, being on the implementation side of it, many customers, 
you know, push to have a big bang rollout of the entire CPQ system in one go, even if you take a couple of months for, you know, implementing that, they want to have a full-fledged big bang rollout. But I'd say you rather take the crawl, walk, run approach, wherein you identify the, uh, this, the 80-20 rule, which I normally say, it's like 80% of your business scenario should be covered by 20% uh, of system features and capabilities. So you identify that core 80% of your business capabilities and then implement that as the MVP, the minimum viable product. And then in subsequent phases, optimize that to accommodate all of your business operations. And one last but not the least uh, challenge I've seen is many companies have deliverables set when it comes to a CPQ implementation but uh, they don't have any key performance indicators which they'll be using to measure the effectiveness or how success your uh, cpq implementation is i've been reading a couple of articles in recent times you know which says uh, any CP, good cpq implementation would be uh, giving a return on investment starting from the very second year so if you have robust key performance indicators in place for it it's got to be smart not something generic let's say uh, a simple kpi like a quote turnaround time like how long does it take to onboard a new staff with any CPQ solution would be having guided selling. So with guided selling in place, it's not going to be very difficult for a new sales staff to learn all the product rules and the pricing logic to be followed when they are generating a quote to the customer. It's all taken care of the system. So that in turn, you know, very much uh, uh, narrows the staff onboarding time. And one of the KPI, I'd say, is the uh, order fulfillment variances. Let's say if, you, uh, if you're doing, uh, if you got a variance of 10% before implementing CPQ, so after a year of implementing CPQ, I have only 5% variance. So that's like a 5% improvement. So smart metrics like this should be in place even before we decide to go ahead with a CPQ implementation, which gives a clear line of sight for the management too. Uh, it's it's going to be ideally, you know, it's going to be showing how evident a CPQ is pivotal to your uh, organization, how successful the project's been. Great insights. Uh, so a lot of trends have been accelerating. Uh, you know, as we go into fall 2020, we've been spending the, the last six months working differently. I know nobody has a crystal ball, but tell me, what does the future specifically around CPQ mean to you, Ram? Uh, well, especially fall 2020, post-COVID times, you know, CPQ has got a very good future, I'd say. Uh, it's, it's, it's done many people may or may not have realized it. You, I think you, you're primarily in sales. So you yourself would be using some sort of CPQ system. I'd say it's not a dedicated application. You can use Word and Excel to generate quotes or proposals to your customer. So uh, CPQ has been in existence for, I'd say quite a few decades. It's, it's digital sales has been in play. CPQ has been in existence. So uh, yeah, and it's been evolving enormously over, uh, let's say the past couple of years, especially with uh, many market leaders coming in with robust product solutions. It's been a very good uh, time. And uh, to talk about the future, I'd say, it's gonna be very exciting because more and more companies have realized, uh, have begun to realize how important CPQ is. You know, uh, a decade or two ago, if you've seen, I think most businesses would be having just a simple uh, financial or inventory management solution, and they would even be hesitant in investing in a complete ERP solution they might not realize the value of it. That's how CPQ has been uh, viewed a decade or two ago, but now many more and more customers are aware of what CPQ can actually do to their business. So uh, that spiked their interest in CPQ product and they've, be they've begun to invest. So obviously yes, the market is gonna be huge and uh, AI and self-service portal are like, uh, let's say two add-ons, which will uh, boost CPQ's uh, 
performance or let's say the future of it even further. Because if, if you're bringing in a B2C experience in any B2B CPQ solution, that's going to be uh, uh, added advantage for your channel partners and uh, effective partner relationship management comes into play. So in that way, you know, CPQ has got a, got a great future. And uh, I'd say both for an employer as well as an employee, if you're going to be scaling up on CPQ, it's going to have a great impact on your career. Gotcha. Great stuff, Ram. Um, last, but, but last, I guess last but not least question. What's a, uh, what's a commonly held belief that people would have, whether it relates back to sales acceleration, governance, or even tying back to kind of, you know, CPQ and the implementations that you had have that, uh, that you would, would go against, I guess, people's beliefs, or maybe said another way, what's, what's a viewpoint that you would have that challenges the status quo in terms of maybe why somebody's going down that road? What would you have them give them advice on? Uh, yeah, I'd say it would relate to one of the challenges during implementations. I was saying earlier, many, many customers would like to go, go with a big bang rollout. I'm strictly against that. Go with a phased rollout, a crawl, walk, run approach. And at times it's difficult to make customers understand, but in the end, I successfully end up doing that. Great stuff. Thanks, Ram. Uh, next is a, a two-part question, I guess. Uh, what, what factors should a business consider before investing in CPQ? Uh, factors of sort, I'd say, you know, many businesses, they turn to CPQ solution only when they realize they've got a certain gap between their ERP and CRM solution. So as I was saying earlier, CPQ bridges the gap between ERP and CRM solutions. One other, let's say, a reason or a sign that indicates that they should be investing in CPQ is this uh, different department silos between the company. Let's say there's a sales, there's the product management team, there's the finance team, there's a team which determines the price of the product. It's all spanned across multiple different applications or so they are siloed in, in different departments, a separate ERP, a separate financial management system, a separate auto fulfillment system to bring everything together. If they see, if they ever see a need for that, then I'd say CPQ is definitely needed for them. Gotcha. And, and similarly, um, have, you, have you seen any particular signs that maybe somebody isn't ready to invest in CPQ as, as a follow-up to that or any guidance or advice for folks that, that might be kind of looking along that line? Uh, definitely. Uh, when you're talking about signs, I'd say, you know, uh, whenever a customer is looking to scale up their business, CPQ should be their number one application or software they should turn to because uh, scaling up a business is essentially your sales would be increasing multifold. So let's say you're generating, uh, you're sending out 100 quotes a month. If you're scaling up, it can even scale up five or tenfold. So the quantity would improve massively. So in that case, if they're having a plan to increase revenue through increased sales leads, sending out quotes to customers, that's the first sign I should say, uh, which says a business should typically invest in CPQ. And the second thing is there are a lot of, it's CPQ, there's a myth that goes around, which says, you know, CPQ is just for large and enterprise business, but that's like totally untrue. Even if you're a 30 or 40 member team, you're having a robust sales operations going on. And in such a situation, you just have only one person who looks through all the quotes and approves it before sending it out to the customers. Then I'd say that's one sign which says, hey, you need to get CPQ in place. CPQ automates all the validations. All validations are done at the system level. And in your, it's just sent digitally to that one person for approval rather than knocking this off every time, every time you need to make a change in the quote or something. So that's another sign. And one other major indication, let's say if a sales team is spending a lot of time inside the office, 
you know, that you don't want your sales team to sit in the office and then uh, what you want your sales team is to actually go out in the field, meet customers, understand what they want and sell your product essentially. So if they're spending a lot of time in front of your system, probably leveraging a bird or complex or a inbuilt coding system, that's going to take a lot of time and uh, that's essentially going to waste your salesperson's time. So if he's out in the field having a mobile device, which they can generate quotes, send it to approval for his managers remotely, that's going to save him a lot of time. So those I already say, I already see the signs to that the business should invest in CPQ and not just, you know, sit with a legacy coding system and be happy with whatever they have. Great insights, Ram. Thanks.